Hi, this is Mark, Hustock Tech Team, and this is our Futurist Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for five-year-old Jonah Sullivan. He went missing from La Jolla, California on April 30th, 2012. This is considered a family abduction. Jonah is Caucasian, three foot five, 40 pounds, with blue eyes and light brown hair. He may be in the company of his mother, and they may still be in the local area, or they may have traveled to Phoenix, Arizona, and or Alabama. Jonah has a small scar on his chin and right cheek. His front tooth is chipped, and he may be going by the nickname of Sully. If you know of Jonah Sullivan's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see two pictures of Jonah Sully Sullivan, please click on the link on the Voice America Kids homepage. Our future is missing. Or go to futuresmissing.com. Thank you. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be it's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Production it is brought to you as an outreach service of Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Caitlin said. And I'm Young Juan, and we're your teen host for today. If you didn't hear last week, Be The Star You Are charity is having its ninth annual essay contest where you can win $100, get a radio interview on this show, win prizes books and recognition this year's competition has a theme of benevolence compassion and kindness for more information visit btsya.com the contest runs through january 2013 and is graciously sponsored by u.s bank that sounds exciting for any writer out there who wants to be published make sure to check out btsya.com and find out more about the ninth annual be the star you are essay contest Today, we're interviewing Diana Zimmerman, a world-famous magician. She actually taught renowned magicians David Copperfield and Lance Burton. She's also the author of Candide. And by the way, it's my first time co-hosting, which makes this week all the more exciting. Yeah, we have a lot of new co-hosts and reporters. 
lately. And you're, you're especially lucky that you'll be talking to Diana for your first time co-hosting. She did write Candied, but obviously not the Candy by Voltaire. So before we talk to Diana, Nicole is going to tell us all about dreams. Sure. <laughs> okay, well, dreaming can be affected um, by your day-to-day life situations. Um, for example, school, activities, friends, you know, any drama that's happening in your life. I don't know, with friends, I don't know. But um, sometimes when you f- when your stress levels are too high, maybe you're stressed about a test or an important class or whatever the case, you seem to have bad dreams. Sometimes your dreams reflect what's happening in your life. And, I mean, let's face it, nobody likes nightmare. I mean, they freak me out. So here are some things you need to know about dreaming. Your dreams are a way of knowing of how you feel deep down. If you have dreams about scary situations or wake up sad, it means that whatever problems or arguments you have going on in your life, you should probably fix. Overall, dreams are a warning or a lesson for you um, for the future. These lessons, so call it, are sent from your subconscious mind to your conscious side. After this, your subconscious um, or your subconsciousness helps preserve your consciousness. Your unconsciousness um, mind wants to only or only warns you in your sleep, but it also already knows how to fix any problems you may have going on. It gets kind of confusing with all the scientific terms, but if you really go into facts and like research it, you kind of get into it. I mean, I got into it and I thought it was really interesting, but um, it starts making sense after a while. So with facts and stuff out of the way, I thought it would be kind of cool if, I don't know, maybe fun to translate some like common dreams that people have. Maybe you had one of these dreams and you could find out what your mind was trying to tell you. Okay, so this has happened to me before, like in my dreams, it happens to me all the time. It's whenever you're being chased. Um, (laughs) This means that you feel threatened by someone or something in your life. So if you target what that might be and solve the problem, that dream will go away. Um, Two is being late to something important. Um, This means deep down that you feel like you missed out on something, maybe um, a tryout for a sports team or a night out with your friends. Small things can really count towards it. Three is falling. Oh, that happens to me all the time. Um, (laughs) Well, not that I fall, but in my dreams, I fall. Anyways, um, this can mean that you don't feel supported by something. Like maybe you feel like your friends aren't supporting you with like, I don't know, anything that's going on. Um, And the last one is losing your teeth. Um, This is like one of the most common dreams I read, like that everybody has had it a few times and it means that you're insecure about your appearance and teeth are very one of the very first things that you notice about a person so I thought that was pretty interesting I mean I don't know but I hope I've helped a few people out and maybe now you guys will know what your dreams mean and how to change them back to enjoyable ones so Nicole what has been the most memorable dream for you personally oh my god okay that's a really good question. I have so many, but sometimes I'll just have the same one over and over. Like, I had this one that I was, like, late to class, and I walked in, and, like, I don't know. I had to, like, have this one-on-one talk with my teacher. It was, like, it was weird. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah, but it's, like, repetitive, and I don't know. Wow, that really is a scary dream. So I've heard that actually if you're falling in a dream and if you hit the ground, the myth is that you actually die. So 
Have you heard anything about that? That you die, like, in the dream? Yeah, apparently. Mm -hmm. I've read that a lot online. That apparently it's, like, a sign of death or something like that. Have you read anything about that or heard anything about that? No, it like, I don't know. <laughs> I went into, like, I kind of researched it because I've had a lot of dreams about falling. Well, not, like, recently, mm. but in a oh. course of time. And, um, <laughs> like, it just means that you haven't, you don't feel like everybody in your life is just supporting you. you that's what it oh, came wow. up for me. I mean, that's how I interpret it. I don't think yeah, it means you yeah. die. That seems a little intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope not. But, I mean, that would be pretty crazy. Let's stay away from cliffs and yeah. other high <laughs> objects in our dreams. <laughs> yeah, whenever I have a test the next day or something super stressful, I always have these really stressful dreams where the teacher is laughing at us in the background. And it happens with all different sorts of classes and so weird. It's not just one class. like every class. Have you heard any dreams where... It's like deja vu where you've actually seen it in real life or has this happened to you before? One time I had this dream, like, well, this has to do with that, but one time I had this dream and it was the exact, like my exact day, but like replayed as my dream. Oh my God. Oh, wow. I surprised. Yeah, it was so weird. Yeah, I surprisingly don't dream that often, but when I do, they're pretty strange dreams and <laughs> they kind of go along with the common dreams that you've said, lose your teeth falling being late so I'll definitely keep your suggestions in mind whenever I have those dreams yeah losing your teeth is supposed to be like really common though like actually I haven't had that dream I haven't or, either yeah but I, I yeah I mean I've had because you know like I'm just saying being a teen it's just sometimes you feel mm. so insecure about things mm. and like it's it's supposed to interpret like physically that you're insecure about yourself. And I mean, I mean, I'm sure a lot of teenagers are. Definitely. Well, a suggestion that I would give to, to our audience is that supposedly if you think very positive thoughts before going to bed, it'll help have better dreams. So definitely keep that in mind as well. Yeah. My friend has a really cool talent, I guess. Um, she can lucid dream i don't know if that's the proper oh my God. term yes yeah but lucid dreaming is where you can um in interact with your dream and act out what you would do in your dream like i guess it's like being put in a new world and you get to interact and it's like a game pretty much and it's wow. so cool and she told me that if you like try to stay awake but close your eyes um for like 30 seconds to 30 minutes depending that you can do this and i haven't tried this yet but yeah, um, i definitely suggest yeah. for anyone who wants to try yeah my um my like my best friend abby she was sleeping over and she's like oh yeah last night i tried lucid dreaming i'm like what <laughs> and she like just explained it to me and i was like that is weird and she's like yeah well i have to get to bed early because i think i'm gonna lucid dream tonight and i was like <laughs> um okay. like don't do that because like i wasn't sure what it was and i was like this is kind of freaking me out but then i realized what it was and i was like oh, okay you have fun with that <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, I know along with lucid dreaming, some people also have some problems remembering their dreams. Yeah, so I, I personally keep a notebook by your bed. And then in the middle of the night, if you wake up from a dream or in the morning, if you remember your dream, you can always jot it down. Because I know in the morning I'll remember. And then by the afternoon, it's completely gone and I've forgotten. Yeah, a lot of my dreams are really intricate with a lot of different 
like it's a we really weird it's not just oh i had a scary dream or something it's like i had a scary dream and all these people were in it and i remember exactly everything about it like for the first five minutes and when i wake up did you know that like in your dreams like it's impossible for your mind to make up a face. So every single person that you've ever like thought of or you've seen in your dream, you've seen at one point in your life, whether it's from oh, wow. like the first day you were born to like now. That's really interesting. I thought that was really cool. I was like, wow. What? Yeah, but yeah, thanks, actually. Cool. Sorry, yeah. Caitlin. <laughs> but we have to take a break right now. But when we return, we'll be talking to Diana Zimmerman all about magic. I'm Young Juan. I'm Caitlin Eistead. You're listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. Make sure to check out the photos, descriptions, links, gossip, and more at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Facebook your friends to join our party. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good... Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for joining us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Caitlin Eistad. 
and I'm Young Juan, and we're teen hosts. Diana is a very accomplished magician. She's been a performer, entrepreneur, and businesswoman since the age of eight when she invested all her resources into a small magic trick. It only cost 47 cents, and now she has the esteemed title of world's foremost lady magician. Diana's whole new career has been the art of making a few bucks go a long way. She left her hometown of Phoenix, Arizona at age 18 and leaded off of Los Angeles with only $45. Fortunately, all of her creativity and hard work paid off. Diana starred in her own television show, Enchanted Palace, as well as her own review show in Lake Tahoe. She appeared on virtually every major TV talk show, toured the world, and later became a much sought-out after motivational speaker and corporate spokesperson for companies as diverse as Orarita and the Avocado Advisory Board. Her speech success, Mastering the Art of Illusion, garnered standing ovation after standing ovation in the corporate world. Diana also invented magic illusions for Lance Burton and David Copperfield, among others. She remains a highly respected lecturer, writer, and teacher in this field and sponsors the Junior Magicians Club, a youth group she founded in 1974 with the help of legendary actor Cary Grant at Hollywood's famous Magic Castle. Now, she's also an author of a fantasy novel called Candide. In one short sentence, Candide is a teen girl who's very spoiled, but has to fight for survival because she's the heir to the throne and the keeper of the gift. You'll have to read it to find out more. So, without further ado, please welcome Diana Zimmerman. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to hear all that. That's a, <laughs> I didn't remember all that myself. <laughs> So I was always wondering about this. I saw my first magic show this summer, but how does it feel to be a magician, especially one as accomplished as you are? Well, I think it's one of the greatest gifts anybody can have whenever you're in show business, whether it's as a, as a host of a show such as this or whether you get the opportunity to appear on stage. It's, um, it's magical, and being a magician is a lot of fun because you learn to think outside the box. You learn to think about doing things in a different way, and it teaches you self-confidence. So, so it's a lot of fun. At what age did you start performing magic and why? I started at eight years old and I got interested in magic because I loved to dance and I loved to sing, but I wasn't very good at those. <sighs> and uh, so a friend and I were going to have a circus and we didn't realize that it was going to cost a little bit more than the 47 cents we had amassed. <laughs> I saw a magician produce money out of the air and I was very poor as a child. So when I saw him reaching up and producing half dollars out of the air, I thought, wow, any profession <laughs> that makes money that easy, that's for me. Definitely. Wow. What was it like to be the number one lady magician in the world? Well, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of responsibility because I would get letters a lot of times from mm. young girls saying, wow, how can I become a magician? <laughs> I thought of becoming a magician because at that time, there were only three lady magicians anywhere. Now wow. there's lots and lots of girls that do that. <laughs> yeah, it's really wonderful that you're a role model for the magicians all around the world. So how did you go from being a magician to running a large corporate communications company? Well, that's really kind of interesting. I, 
got into doing magic for the corporations. In other words, um, when the California Avocado Advisory Board wanted a way to wanted a way to sort of introduce their new line of avocados, so to speak, they called me and asked me if I would do it. So I began doing magic for corporate shows at trade shows and at conventions and sales meetings. And I really thought it was a lot of fun. I loved working in the corporate world. And one day, one of my clients said, hey, Diana, you did such a great job for us last year. Could you produce our show for us next year? And I said, sure, not having any idea what I would what I would do. But I fell in love with being sort of behind the camera, so to speak, and directing and producing people doing things. That's just so inspiring. Yeah. Do you still like doing both or or do you prefer one over the other? Well, in today's world, I actually prefer writing just about anything I do. But I love being behind the scenes. I love directing videos. Um, I love being able to, you know, help other people become successful. I work with a group of teenage magicians, that a program I started, as you mentioned in the earlier part of the talk. You know, and I work with teenage magicians, and I love doing that. So I really have fallen in love with the idea of being a, a coach and a mentor much more than actually performing now. Wow. As an avid writer myself, what advice would you give to kids who want to be authors or performers? Well, I think it's, again, I think it's one of the most wonderful things you can do. But I think that if you want to get into any form of show business or as an author or any of the arts, you really need to get your education first. You really need to go to school. You need to go to college. And you really need to get that education because that gives you a grounding to what you want to do. And the other thing I always tell people before you decide, young people, I get that asked all the time, I always say before you decide that you want to do this for a living, just make sure that you understand that it's probably going to be a very, very hard thing. So make sure that you're willing to eat a lot of potatoes and not make mm-hmm. a movie and deal with a lot of rejection because that's what you get when you're in show business. But once you get there and once you actually do it and once you're actually starting to see a little bit of success, which can take 10 to 15 years to do that, it's really worth it. It really is worth all the suffering and sacrifice. I mean, I ate a lot of potatoes before somebody finally hired me. You know? <laughs> so um, as you said before, you made a, magi- a teen magician's club. And so can you tell us about the process of running a club, especially since Be The Star You Are is trying to set up clubs all over schools across America. Well, I think one of the secrets to setting up a good club is exactly what Be The Star You Are has done, and that is make sure that the kids that are involved in it are also involved in the decision making, Mm -hmm. and they're also involved in in making it vital in in the magic in the club that we have at the magic castle the kids are the ones that i mean we run it because we're the there's several adults about six adults that run it because we're the continuity factor because the kids grow up and they go on to do other things and some of them become professional magicians but just like you're doing now where we have two amazing hosts of this show you want to make sure that the kids are involved in the decision making the kids are involved in deciding what's going to happen in the club and that's a very important factor that's some great guidance. So since you're so successful, do you have to keep making original tricks as a magician? 
Well, I do. And I think anybody that's in magic has to continually design new ideas and new tricks. And I invent tricks for other magicians. I've invented tricks for other, you know, like David Copperfield and other magicians. But you're constantly having to come up with new ideas. It's no different if you're a singer. You can't just sing the same mm -hmm. song over and over again. So you always have to come up with new ideas. But that's true, I think, in any of the arts. You wouldn't want to paint the same painting over and over again. You wouldn't want to interview the same person over and over again. That's a so, really good point. Yeah, so I know that um, magicians never give away their tricks, but can you give us some pointers on creating magic tricks? <laughs> well, magic tricks, the, the real secret of magic tricks is not how the trick is done. Because, you know, you can go online and you can look up almost mm -hmm. any magic trick online and find out the secret to it. But the secret is in the way it's presented. It, it's, again, let me, let me parallel it with what you're doing right now. Anybody can ask questions. But to be a really, really good interviewer, you have to be able to bring that, those questions to life. You have to be able to make it interesting to the person that's watching it. And that's the real secret of magic. You see, it's making the person that's watching watching you believe for just a few moments that something very, very special is happening and something very interesting is happening. And then magic, because it is a secret and it is a trick, also has that added ability to be able to get the mind involved. So you get people wondering, how did she do that? How did that happen? So it has a very special quality about it. What a fantastic career. So since you've been performing magic and being a magician since you're pretty much eight years old, how has the profession and overall magic changed since then? Oh, magic has become so much more sophisticated than when I was young. Mm -hmm. The kids that I work with, oh my gosh, they, they would blow the socks off of me when I was a kid. I mean, they're, it's, like, it's like so many things, technology or anything else, you know, as kids get better and better, and kids today are smarter than they've ever been. Mm -hmm. I mean, you two are just amazing. I can't imagine doing what you did when I was your age. But, but it gets more sophisticated, get the techniques get better and it gets more natural. And so I think I look at the kids today and I just shake my head and I go, how'd they get so talented? <laughs> Unfortunately, we're out of time for this segment, but fortunately, Diana will be back for the next segment to talk more about magic, performing and candide. And I agree totally that kids have gotten smarter. You can't trick them as easily. And for more info about her corporate work, visit www.cmsbiz.com. Cmsbiz.com. I'm Young Juan. I'm Caitlin Lysad, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit our creative community at btsya.com and this radio program at expressyourselfteenradio.com. We'll be back in a bit. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that and will answer all of your questions right on the air. 
Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. What is No Added Preservatives all about? Well, it might be easier to say what isn't the show about. Your host will give it to you straight. His take on film, television, books, video games, and pretty much any other topic that comes up. He'll keep you safe and on top of the latest in media and let you know what to stick with and what to trash. Listen every week to No Added Preservatives, and each show will leave you wanting more. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice we listen to. My name is Young Juan. And I'm Caitlin Neistad, and we're your teen hosts on today on today's episode of Express Yourself. Please welcome back Diana Zimmerman. Hello. Great to be here. <laughs> so, Diana, not only are you an entrepreneur and a um, amazing magician. I also heard that you go to schools to talk about bullying. How and why did you start doing this? Well, I was bullied very badly as a kid. Um, I was, uh, I guess, kind of an oddball in that I was a vegetarian. and My family was very, very poor. I couldn't afford cool clothes like the other kids had. And, and you know, so that made me different. And, and as all of you know, anything that's different about a kid makes them stand out. And, and you know, you don't have a lot of self-confidence anyhow. So I was kind of beat up as a kid. One time I got socked in the jaw by a girl. And there weren't wonderful programs like there are now to try to, um, to try to uh, uh, you know, get kids interested in things. So I always wanted to kind of be involved and somehow help kids get the kind of self-confidence that I didn't have. So when I wrote my book, Candide and the Secret of the Mist, mm-hmm. I wrote it about a heroine who is um, kind of a bully herself. And she's not very nice. In fact, she's downright nasty and mean. And she kind of reminded me of the girl that used to bully me a lot in school. So I talked to kids about self-esteem and how you can't really change the way people deal with you, but you can deal with the, you can change the way you feel. Definitely. Wow. Yeah, it seems like bullying is everywhere. And it's just wonderful that you're stepping up and making a change to stop that. 
So my mom always, always tells me that a lot of bad situations have, you know, good silver linings. And I definitely think the bullying for you was your silver lining is that you're able to write Candide and you had that inspiration. So it was almost like a hidden blessing. But do you have any other plans for more books? Uh, yeah, there'll be a second book coming out pretty soon. It's all part of the Candide and the Secret of the Mist series, and it continues the story with Candide, who actually does learn her comeuppance. She gets her comeuppance when she's badly injured, and in the land that she lives in, you can't live there if you're called an imperfect, if there's anything different about you physically, and she gets her wing injured, and so she's not allowed to live in her own land, and so she's sent away, and she has this journey that she goes through to learn to accept people that are different and different in in life it's the people that are different that always become the most successful people and when you talk to really successful people a lot of actors a lot of politicians a lot of um, successful business people almost all of them were bullied as kids I've spoken to over 45,000 school kids and when I ask kids how many of you were bullied or have been bullied I would say about 80, 90% of the hands all go up. Wow. So what advice can you give to those kids who are being bullied? I think the most important thing is understand that it's the person that's doing the bullying that is the bad person, not you. And mm-hmm. try not to internalize it and take it personally. But the other advice that I always give to kids is you have to tell somebody. You cannot keep it inside. So many kids are afraid to tell somebody because they're ashamed. They're ashamed of themselves or they're ashamed of their weakness. You have to tell somebody. I was afraid to tell my mother that I was being bullied. And one day I was walking home and this girl that used to bully me a lot followed me home and she started laughing and she was with some of her friends and everything and I tried to run away but I was a lot smaller than her and I was terrified. I was just simply terrified. And she caught up with me and this girl socked me in the jaw and I fell down and I came and went home and I was bleeding and crying and then my mom knew something was wrong. And then she was able to go to the school. But until that time I told her but when she went to the school that's when it was able to stop yeah I've had some experience with bullying as well and I definitely agree with your advice that speaking out is just the best advice that anyone can give you and when they tell you that it really is the only solution because when you speak out against it you're not only speaking out against bullying that is happening to you you're also speaking out against the bullying that happens across the nation and across the world so i think that people have to see the bigger impact that it's making as well when you tell a teacher or parent that you're being bullied so you you really can be a star and that's why i (laughs) this program so much because you can really be a star by speaking out and what you said is so beautiful (laughs) bravo bravo be a star speak out (laughs) Yeah, well, I've heard that you've actually written some other books, too. One is a business book, and then the other is about Siegfried and Roy. So can you tell us about those books as well? Yeah, well, I I kind of have a left brain, right brain syndrome. In other words, I like using my right brain because that's the creative and that's the fun mm-hmm. and that's the Candide book and that's that Candide series. But the right, the left, the, excuse me, the left brain is the analytical side of my brain, and that's where the business book that I've written called Tactical Abyss comes into play. And I'm also working on another business book, so that kind of is a fun thing because that corresponds with my CMS, my company that produces corporate events and does consulting for a lot of major Fortune. 500 companies. Then the Siegfried and Roy book, Siegfried and Roy were two very, very famous magicians that worked in Las Vegas that did an act with white tigers. 
In fact, they single-handedly saved the, the whole white tiger species and also the white wow. lions. And so I did. The, I wrote a book with that is sort of their definitive biography. I had um, a sort of a random question. I read Candide by Voltaire last year, and I was wondering if you got any inspiration for your book from his masterpiece. Oh, that's very interesting. That's heavy reading. I'm impressed. <laughs> very heavy reading. I'm very impressed. The name Candide, it's interesting because a lot of people say, oh, you mean like Voltaire's Candide. Mm -hmm. The name Candide actually, because originally when I wrote it, it was a little mm -hmm. short story for little tiny kids and it was called Candy Crumplewing. And I had originally <laughs> written a book, you know, for little kids, like four and five-year-old kids, because, you know, it has fairies in it and, and they're fae, as they're called, and adult fairies, you know, when they're more grown up for more grown up kids. Mm -hmm and uh, F-E-E and uh, so it was originally called Candy Crumpling and then it got to be so long and it got to be a better story and the book got to be better and then a writer friend of mine started working with me so I changed their name to Candide and I dropped Crumpling <laughs> <laughs> and it was originally spelled C-A-N-D-I-D-E and then yeah. I, this is kind of like Voltaire's Candy but when I was looking for a website, I couldn't find anything available under Candy or Candide or anything with a C. So I spelled it with a K and wham, Candide.com came up. So I said, I'm changing the name to Candide.com. <laughs> well, as I said earlier, I am a big, avid, avid writer. And hopefully in the future, I would absolutely love to get published. So can you explain the publishing process for us writers out here? I guarantee you will. And the secret to writing is to write. People always ask me, how do I become an author? If you write, you are an author. And the secret, a lot, everybody has a book in them, but not everybody has the discipline to really sit down and write. So don't try to write a book. I didn't try to write a book. I didn't set out to say, oh, I'm going to write a trilogy. I just thought I'd write a cute little short story and maybe send it to a magazine or something like that and get it published. So the most important thing is to write. And also, don't try to make it perfect. Because the other secret to really good writing is rewriting. And everybody hates to rewrite. But that's when your story comes to life. And so... You just do what you love and write about what you know about. Now you say, well, Diana, you don't know anything about a land called Calabayao. And certainly you've never met a real fairy in your life. And that's true. But the basis of the book, which is this pro-social acceptance and everything, that hangs true for everybody. And this anti-bullying concept, that's true for everybody. So you can set your book in, in, in your school. You can set it in your um, house. You know, I had one boy wrote a story about these little tiny people that lived under a pillow. <laughs> it was an adorable story. But main thing is to start writing. And the ideas will come. Oh, of course. So since Candine had a, t had a turning point in her life and she discovered that bullying and being a bit aggressive just isn't the way to go, have you ever had a bully apologize to you or maybe take back what they said or did to you? You know, I did not. The girl that, that um, thought me in the jaw and that was so nasty to me, the school basically, um, you know, they basically just gave her a, you're either out of here or you start behaving. And she did. But she was always very resentful and very hostile. Mm -hmm. of course, then she blamed me for reporting it, you know, even though it was her fault. So I haven't had a bully apologize to me. But I have seen kids do that. And I do think that with awareness, by being a star, with this awareness that more and more kids, because I don't think most kids deep down in their heart really are cruel people. 
they just sometimes want to make themselves feel better by making other people feel bad. And that's what most bullies are. Most bullies are very insecure. And they try to make themselves feel better by making somebody else be lesser of a person. And I think that's kind of sad. But I think once they really realize they're doing that, it happens. But there's adult bullies, too. I mean, bullying doesn't quit just because you grow up. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we're out of time. And thank you so much for giving us all this great information, Diana. And especially to remember that we can all be the stars that we are. Thank you. I mean, you've done an incredible job. And just always remember to be a star. Definitely. It was wonderful interviewing you on Express Yourself. Your insight to the world of magic was so helpful. You can visit Diana's website for her book, Candied, at www.candied.com or find out about her event company at www.cmsbiz.com. Thank you so much. We gotta run. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, where teens talk and the world listens. Visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with the gift of giving with Caitlin. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens.
thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Young Juwan. And I'm Caitlin Eistad. So how was your first time co-hosting? Oh, it was amazing. I just, oh, it was so, it was so amazing. I had such a great time, and I'm just really, really looking forward to coming back as a co-host. And I really hope that our audience enjoyed it as much as I did. I thought you did a fantastic job, too. So to finish off the show, I believe that you're going to tell us about the magic of volunteering. Oh, yes, I am. But the magic I'll be talking about today isn't the usual abracadabra and hocus-pocus. As an avid volunteer, I've experienced the magic of giving back to others. Don't play a disappearing act when times are rough and people are in need. Whether your passion is tutoring disadvantaged youth or cooking up meals like Bobby Flay at a soup kitchen, you can be a magician in someone's life by the magic of volunteering. Volunteers spread joy and spark magic in someone's heart. In an earlier show on Express Yourself, I discussed my plans to host a Ready for School program for students who can't afford a backpack and school supplies. The event was such a success, and I'm glowing with pride. I'm so blessed that I had the opportunity to host, plan, and just generally be involved with that specific event. I'm already looking forward to next year's back-to-school program. That day, as I personally helped hand out school necessities, I saw the smiles of children and teens. Not only did I feel magic in my heart, I know they did too. Just like in Diana Zimmerman's books, there's good and evil in every situation. But by being a volunteer, we're diminishing evil, and that's a cause worth fighting for. Even if you're not Cinderella's godmother who can grant wishes with a wave of a wand and a simple bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, you still have the chance to create magic. Just an hour can make a difference. The next project I have lined up that will hopefully create not only magic, but also a positive change within my community is a Halloween costume drive. I know I have my fair share of Halloween costumes that I've worn in the past. Most no longer fit and are just taking up space in my closet. I don't want a child to miss out on a holiday or activity just because they can't afford the item to participate. By recycling your unwanted things, whether it be a Halloween costume, a backpack, toys, or clothing, you're opening up doors for someone. Go through your closet. Your old suits of dress shirts and pairs of slacks may be a fashion choice for you, but to someone else, it's an opportunity. They see the chance to participate in job interviews or formal events that they would have missed out on because they were lacking the proper clothing. Your action creates magic. So what are you waiting for? Volunteer today and experience the magic for yourself. Yeah, definitely. I recently found out the magic of volunteering. Um, I didn't know how easy volunteering was until my friend got me into it as well. But what is the best time to volunteer? Well, I think that volunteering is such a versatile activity. Really, I think it can take place anytime. I know that with the holidays rolling around soon, Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah and all those fun times, a lot of people feel the urge to get involved. And that's great to be swept up in the holiday spirit. But not only then is a good time to volunteer, but anytime is too, whether it be fall, winter, summer, or spring. Just because it's a holiday doesn't mean that you can't volunteer. Yeah, are there any volunteer organizations that you don't need to go in like every week? Because I know there's a lot of busy people who can't make that weekly commitment because of certain things like sports and homework and et cetera. 
Oh, definitely. With school started, I know my schedule personally mm-hmm. has been filling up like crazy. Yeah. So I think you just have to put maybe an hour or two aside and you don't have to make a weekly commitment or even a monthly basis. Just mm-hmm. do it whenever you can, whenever you have the free time, whether it be one weekend or every weekend. It really doesn't matter because the people who you're volunteering for really appreciates it, no matter how long the length may be. Mm-hmm. And are there a lot of um, places where you can just go in spontaneously instead of signing up? Because I know a lot of people um, are afraid of making the commitment of writing their name down. Well, yeah, definitely. That can be a little bit scary, you know, filling out an application and some places yeah. you have to go through an interview process and whatnot, just depending on the place. And not all places make you fill out a paper and make mm. you sign on the dotted line of the commitment. <laughs> a lot of them will work with your schedule. And the most places are very flexible because they're so, you know, thankful and gracious for your yeah. support that most of the time they'll work with you. Yeah, definitely. I volunteer at a church where I teach Korean to little kids every Saturday. Oh, wow. And last year, yeah, last year I wasn't as busy as I am this year, so I go in every Saturday. But this year I'm so busy and so crazy. So I told them that, and they were they weren't that happy because I was obviously missing, but they were understanding. And I think that's what a lot of people need to know. Like if they're gonna miss or they can't come, they should at least just tell them that yeah, definitely. you can. Yeah, I think it can kind of be a bit intimidating to tell a grown-up or adult that, you know, they may not be able to fulfill their commitment. But if you're just honest and tell them the dates Mm -hmm. or days that you can't because you have a prior obligation, most places, as I said, are just extremely flexible and are willing to work with you because they're so happy that you're helping and they just think it's great. Yeah, I feel like people should know that, that these people are welcoming and that they won't judge you, that volunteering can be fun. Yeah, exactly. I just, I've met some of my best friends through volunteering and Mm -hmm. the people that you'll meet and encounter through volunteering and service projects are just some of the best people out there. And so I don't think you should feel intimidated or scared. I think you should just jump right into it because again, as I said, the people you experience are just absolutely wonderful Mm -hmm. and they'll be the biggest sweethearts. So Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything too much to worry about. And how, how, what's a good way to drag your friends into volunteering at the same place that you volunteer? Well, I know that not everyone loves to volunteer. Some people don't think that it's for them. And I've definitely experienced that where I'm a huge volunteer and some of my friends aren't too into it. But once it got started, we really started to bond and I connected with my friends on a whole nother level because Mm. instead of just every Saturday night, ordering some pizza and watching movies, you can go out and you can make a difference in this world. And I think that just builds a deeper connection than your regular activities that you would be doing with them. So I guess the best advice would just to be try to convince them as much as you can, get them through the door. (laughs) And once they complete it, I'm sure that they're going to love it. Yeah, that's so true too. Yeah, like you said, exactly. Once you get them through the door. Yeah, and it's not just having your friends around. It's almost like hanging out with them, just that you're doing something good instead of watching movies or eating pizza. (laughs) Exactly. And you just leave with such a satisfactory Mm -hmm. feeling that it just makes everything worth it. And you know that during that time, you did something so unique and something so different. 
Um, have you ever felt discouraged about volunteering or that you didn't want to do it anymore? Oh, definitely. I know right now I seem so gung-ho about it, which I am, <laughs> but in the past, I've definitely felt extremely discouraged, especially when I was younger. Now that I'm 16, there's a lot more opportunities, mm -hmm. but when I was younger, a lot of places had age restrictions like the animal shelter hospitals where they don't want younger children running around just because of age restrictions yeah. and different rules. So, as I became older, though, a lot more opportunities opened up for me. And just because you're younger doesn't mean that you can't volunteer. There are opportunities. It's just finding them may be a little bit difficult. So as I said before in a different segment, I just told everyone to, you know, Google, go online. There's a lot of different websites where if you type in your zip code, you can find opportunities mm -hmm. for your age. You, all you have to do is just fill out a very simple sur survey. And I don't think that you should feel too discouraged. It's just probably finding the opportunities was the most discouraging mm, yeah. process for me. But once I leapt over that and I overcame it, it, it was <laughs> a lot easier for me. Definitely. I feel like sometimes I feel so discouraged after coming home because I'm so exhausted after looking after like 15 little children. But I always return because of that thought that I'm doing something good for them, benefiting them, and the feeling, the rewards that come with volunteering just can't be replaced by anything. Oh, definitely. And I think you just need to picture those little kids in your head. Yeah. Remember the smiles and the anxious faces that they had and think of maybe the disappointment that they would feel if you didn't <laughs> come back. So yeah. you know, I think that you really have to think about the people in the situation too because that always keeps me running and that always mm -hmm. keeps me on my toes and very busy. Definitely. Unfortunately, we're out of time now, but thank you so much for all your information about volunteering and the difference people make. And volunteering is so important to our community and also for our well-being. Thanks so much for joining us here on The Voice America Kids. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing the show. Thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on Voice America Kids Network. Don't forget to check out btsya.com to find out more about the ninth annual Be The Star You Are essay contest. I'm Caitlin Eistad. And I'm Young Juan. Thank you so much for always tuning in every week. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Express Yourself. We want to hear your thoughts and answer your questions, so email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. And check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for any episodes that you missed. Our creative community site at btsya.com lets you upload your creative works at our site for free. So get involved with Be The Star You Are Charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store, and sign up for our free newsletter. Make a donation to keep Be The Star You Are alive. Thanks again for joining us, and thanks to our great guest, Diana Zimmerman. Until next time, remember, express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. 
Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines If you would let yourself